Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Shaw Ha Ha Mead. Sean? Uh, okay, that was you saying my name while simultaneously polishing some glasses. Huh? Improv. Cause, hey, cause maybe, that's, maybe that's an Irish thing, but you know when you take off your glasses, you you breathe on them, and then you yeah. give them a little rub with your shirt. Uh, in in my Why house, would that, that be was an international Irish. Does no, because in my no, I, well? will you let me finish? Oh, will you let sorry. me finish the bit? Go Connor? on. I do apologize. Jesus Christ, the man. <laughs> Jesus. Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday and he's starting this shit right out of the gate. Not even a minute into the show, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to say that in my house that was called hawing on the glasses. Because you go haw, right? And that's why, that's where my mind went to when you said my name wrong. No, you can't. Move on. (laughs) Fair enough. enough. I'm I'm not taking you down. You fire away, um, you fire away, Connor. Well, Sean, I'm just scared of him. You don't know him. Off mic, he's vicious. He's a vicious man. Um, so, this is Movie Monday, Sean. Um, and last week, we were kind of coming hot off the new year. So, there was a lot of Spider-Man news. A lot of, just basically, Sony wanting to do lots of stuff. Um, yeah, there were a lot of announcements because a film had done very well. 
and they were saying, hey, this is basically free advertising for anything we announce at the minute. And I feel, and we also had the Bat and the Cat trailer, which um, I felt like yes. was, I would say, good. Sean? It was good, I would say, poorly timed as a release. But I understand <laughs> why they had to do what they did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we should start this show by saying, if you could give us a review on whatever platform you're doing, they've added that to Spotify, haven't they? They have, yeah. Spotify has... It's not even like a, a review. You don't have to type anything. I think it's just like a like or a, a rating system. Oh, uh, dislike all day, lads. Just, just tell us engagement. how Engagement. Really That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity, Sean. Just tell us we're all shit. I don't mind. Say, I've killed a man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kicked three orphans on the way here. <laughs> it all adds up, boys. Uh, but no, seriously, if you can uh, leave a like or review, whatever you're listening on, uh, Spotify, Apple or uh, Podbean, any of them. Um, I hope I didn't neglect anyone's podcast platform of choice. But I'm, I'm only saying that because my 2022 goal, and I don't really like New Year's goals, but mm-hmm. last year we got the number three in Ireland in TV and yeah. film. Then we got the number two around December. Yeah. So... 2022, at least one, there's 12 months, there's got to be one month where at least once the lovely people of this show just inches close. Shrine of Duty, you can't take them down, they're too good, Sean. What's it called? Shrine of Duty? Is that the name? It's about the show Line of Duty. Okay, well that's surely off the air now, right? That was big in like August. How are they still one? It doesn't make sense. I guess people are catching up. Maybe people are just, you know, screaming for more Line of Duty content. I will say, by the way, the lads, they they probably do that. They're all lovely people, I'm assuming. We're just creating a fake beef (laughs) to try and get up there. But, like, what a weird thing, because, like, it, it's weird enough for us to pick a beef with Shrine of Duty, the Line of Duty <laughs> podcast, but what if they got in on it, and then they had to explain to all of the Line of Duty fans, yeah, these, these two Irish lads, heroes <laughs> for high end. <laughs> hero or zero. <laughs> and it's like, they just they just talk shit about a Wikipedia page? Is that what happens? Some lad talks about cleaning glasses. I didn't really get it, to be honest. There's, they, 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 like, visibly fight on mic. It's very strange. <laughs> Couldn't you just cut that? Just cut it out. Cut it. What? They edit it. They edit it themselves. <laughs> um, Sean, Movie Mondays, it's time to talk some movie news. Um, okay, good. Because I was vamping for too long. You, you were. And I think it's important to start with... A bit of news came out about our young favourite uh, crying child, uh, Tommy Netherlands. Um, <laughs> Tom Holland, I'm going to translate for all of the Line of Duty um, fans who've tuned to, in. To, just to the Shrine Boys, fair play to you lads. Shrine um, Boys. So Tom Holland, um, he has come out and he's actually kind of given a bit of a reveal. Nothing to do with Spider-Man. Oh. Nothing to do with Uncharted. But Good. what he has done, he's kind of given... We, we've heard a bit of rumours, a, a bit of rumbling from himself, that he actually pitched a young James Bond movie before the Uncharted casting, featuring himself as a very young James Bond in the role. Now, there was, I'm pretty sure there was a young James Bond TV show in, like, the 90s. Um, there was. There was a series of books as well about young James Bond. Well, yeah. They were really good. Um, Weren't they I always Andy Horowitz? They were actually, yeah, who did yeah. Alex Ryder and all that. Yeah. 
God, oh, what a what a good time to be a bookish teen. Uh, but I always love these kind of stories when actors pitch projects that they want to be in. Uh, like there's the one that apparently Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista are shopping a buddy cop movie around Hollywood. Yeah, like it's very weird, but I think. We only hear the stories of the really big actors doing this. I yeah. like the idea of like someone who's a bit shit. <laughs> like, lads, young James Bond, me. <laughs> John, you're <laughs> and, 47. <laughs> and of course, who who would we get to play young James Bond? Daniel Craig, correct. <laughs> <laughs> but like, why, why, why this news kind of excited me was just due to the idea, obviously, Daniel Craig is finished with James Bond. And yes. we haven't been really that excited about James Bond projects. I know the last one got good reviews. Um, it's it's meant to be pretty decent. But yeah, yeah. Um, there's always the talk of who's the next James Bond? Who are they going to get? And the idea that Tom Holland went to them and was like, I want to be involved as James Bond, especially coming out hot off the heels from Spider-Man, is it not yeah. seen as like... It's a bit of a slam dunk. I'm, maybe they don't want to go that way as a young James Bond. But if they were and you were trying to build a franchise, which studios are always trying to build a franchise, you cast 25-year-old Tom Holland. Yeah, but I don't know does he... Like, I, no, and I get, I get that. And Tom Holland is like the hot property now. Like, he's... He's kind of become one of those actors who would sell a film. But in, it, actually, even as I say that, I... I I I don't know him in much outside of Spider-Man and Uncharted looks shit to me. <laughs> so I don't Yeah, I remember you had a visceral reaction. I really don't <laughs> like that. That trailer looks awful. This show's vibe is mostly like, yeah, yeah, it's, it looks decent. That's pretty good. But you very very much went <laughs> really? down on this is Connor, this is fucking shit. <laughs> This is no, it's it's bad, and I like I do, I feel like they shouldn't get away with it because they, like you can't just cash in on that. I also just because you bad. have Marky Mark and Tom Holland doesn't mean you're allowed to do whatever you want. No, and that, that that's that's mm. what's written in a, on a plaque above my house. Yeah, but <laughs> it's that, and then live, laugh, love, um, <laughs> and then good vibrations. <laughs> I don't think. I don't mind Tom Holland as a young James Bond, but I would rather, and I've said this about numerous James Bond stories, is I would rather see Tom Holland as a young spy. Like, not attached to the James Bond franchise or character. Now, I maybe think, that's to be honest, Tom Holland, young English actor, he probably wants to be James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. and, 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 and it, Yeah, and it, it does make sense, and it is like any casting director would probably be mad to not give Tom Holland a ring for that but also I actually I actually take the idea of the Uncharted film um, came from this so I think originally he went to them with I have a James Bond origin story featuring me everyone's favourite child Tom Holland we just do a young version of the character and they were like eh don't really feel like it and then he was kind of like, I also like playing Uncharted. Um, we could do a Nathan Drake origin story featuring me, small child Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know which I prefer for him, honestly. 
Do, and do you know what's mad? And I have no right to say this because I don't know the man. But I feel like he doesn't need another blockbuster franchise like on his shoulders. I, not that we're like looking out for him. Kind of, like, yeah. Because I, I think he's a lovely man. I, th- I think he comes across seems very nice. well. Seems very yeah, friendly. Seems, seems like a nice person. Um, and it is a lot of shit of going through these press tours and just like, how'd you get so ripped? Yeah. <laughs> um, just non-stop shit. You have to see all the same questions over and over again. I do like what he did in between um, Far From Home and No Way Home. That's still kind of confusing. But, really awful. Um, it's when he went off and did all of the the movies, even with the Russo brothers, he did he did that film on Netflix and he was just kind of... Devil all the off, time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was just off kind of doing his own thing in the corner, like weird little movies. And then yeah. he also has the big franchise over here that he always has to go back it's, to. I think that's the right way to go about it. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, kind of like Rob Pattinson, in a way. Like he did... He he did a bunch of indie stuff in between like Twilight and the Batman. Now I know it's a longer time period, but he did just like act for a while in like and Harry shit Potter that he, and Harry Potter, of course. Did, did you see the great tweet that someone said? I wonder if Robert Pattinson even remembers that he was in Harry Potter because <laughs> of all he, like you know the twenty year anniversary stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I think he did give an interview once, and he was saying something like, "No, I was just, I acted like a prick on set because that's how I thought actors were meant to behave." <laughs> he just sat around drinking coffees and scowling at people. <laughs> he was in character. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but then he went to the I think a red carpet screen. How do I know this? He went to a red Are carpet you, screening of agent? Harry Potter. I might be, or maybe I should yeah, okay. be. Do you want maybe to be James Bond. Big uh, do you want to be in Tenet 2? Tenet uh, <laughs> It's no, the same it movie, called, but backwards. It, oh, it wouldn't be called Tenet 2. It would be called 2-E-N-E-2. <laughs> no, it's like it's the title card Tenet comes up, and then it flips around. But because it's a palindrome, it's the same. <laughs> and nobody notices but us. <laughs> We've done it, lads. That's clever. <laughs> we'll get the guy who did the Dark Universe graphic. Uh, He's our work since. <laughs> He never worked He's again. The call. Uh, what was that? What the fuck was I saying now? Ah, I can't be that important. Oh yeah, yeah sorry. Carpet. He went to the red carpet. Like, I think he might have been pissed out of his mind, <laughs> and he just rocked up to the Harry Potter premiere. So he was like, "I'm in this movie. I'm gonna go." <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a cool dude. <laughs> seems, like a, seems like a good so, lad. Yeah, I, I just, um, I, I seen this story, and I was like, Tom Holland is young James Bond. I can see it. Um, and, but I, I feel like it's going to get to the point where he gets to 30 because like, these movies are still involved in all this. Yeah. You probably have to cast him in the next year or so. Although he probably could keep his young, boyish look for a long period. Uh, that's true. That's true. And look, but would you want to be playing... Because like, if it's a young James Bond, you're going to put him like 17, 18, presumably. Because uh, that, that's how... Mm. Sorry, that's how the books were. He was like in school. I don't, but I don't think it'll be Alex Ryder I, or young James Bond, whatever. I think they'll go James Bond just out of the academy. Like Daniel Craig's in Casino Royale, but like he, 10 years younger. But is that interesting? No, it's the same movie, but it's, it's younger, same, Sean. I don't know if you were listening, but it's younger. Right, okay, but he's not a double O, so he doesn't have a license to kill. No, he has to kill two people to get the license as usual. But, 
But how do you get the license if you can't kill? You have to do some illegal kills. Oh, We've man. talked about this before. No, I think there's a joke. Someone said that if he kills one person, he's he's on a learner permit. <laughs> he needs to get he has to, be, he has to be like accompanied by someone while he does it. <laughs> to bring his dad to the next game. <laughs> look, look, I won't be long. Honestly, I'm only going just stand over in the, the road. corner. I have to strangle this lad. <laughs> Um, so Sean I think we should move on to our next piece of news and this one brought me I don't know if joy or sadness um, I didn't know how wow. to feel I really need you to know okay I'll tell you how you feel Connor here's the thing our favourite actor on this show Jared Leto everyone's favourite dickhead um, he <laughs> <laughs> favourite is being stretched there um, so Sean he's a little movie called Morbius and yes. it was meant to come out pretty soon. Um, yeah. And un- unfortunately, it was meant to come out on January 28th of ah, this year. Interesting. That's very Now, sad. I must say, it has also been pushed back at least three times previously. So. Is this the, <laughs> is this the new mutants of the Sony it was universe? It was supposed to first come out when, Sean? My, ge- my question to you is, when was the original, the very original release date for Morbius? Oh, uh, May of 2020. <sighs> Close. July 10th of 2020. Um, Sony's Morbius has been pushed back more times than the new mutants, statistically. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing, I'm so, so happy with this. So we have a replacement for the New Mutants and it's Jared. I, I feel like this story was made for this podcast. <laughs> it's like this weird Venn diagram of us laughing at the New Mutants pushbacks and Jared. And yeah, and now we've got the best of both worlds. So do, do they have a date for this? Or It has now been pushed back to April of this year. Um, this is, of course, obviously due to uh, a surge in cases. But my main thing with this movie is it originally was going to come out July of 2020. And they just keep pushing it back repeatedly over yeah. the last two years. Yeah, and I think some of it has to do as well with, I think, because I think Spider-Man is still going to be in cinemas on the 28th. And Sony don't want a movie to come out and have to compete with that. Because, and this is a a bit of a different example, but on the same day that Spider-Man released, West Side Story released, uh, Spielberg's remake of it, and it made no money at all. So I don't think Sony wants to compete with themselves, essentially. And the, the rising cases and things like that as well plays a part. But then, why April? Because don't you have... Don't we have Doctor Strange in like March? No, we have the Batman uh, in March. No, you have the you have the Batman in March. You also have Moonfall. Cannot stress enough that Moonfall in February fourth. So that's really that, looking that forward to it. Still be in cinemas around April. It's going to have yeah. at least a two month run. I'm it's assuming. Be a fucking massacre, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Batman surely it must be shitting itself. It's going to be <laughs> Moonfall. Oh, Pattinson is quick, and so he is. <laughs> but yeah, so you have. Yeah, so Morbius is kind of sandwiched in between Batman and then Doctor Strange in May. Yeah, so my question to you, Sean, is this movie keeps getting pushed back. We've seen multiple trailers. Mm. I feel like this is a gift sent to us that 
we don't have to review this movie for another few months. I think we so. have, That means we have to go see it. And I don't want to give this movie money at all. Uh, mm. Do you think they're... Do, do you think it's just pushed back or are they adding things to the movie? No, I think it's I think it's pushed it's back. It's just... They're just like, oh, we'll just release it later. This is going to cost so much money. We're going to have to get another trailer yeah, sent no, out to see, us. This is the... There's swings and roundabouts. So, good thing, we don't have to watch Jared be a weird vampire and then everyone go, you could be good or bad for two hours for at yeah. least another four months. And in the end, he decides, I'll be good and bad. <laughs> I'll be an anti-hero, he says into the camera. What, what you do, watch Venom 2019 and then just imagine he's a vampire. And it'll probably be the same story. <laughs> it'll be beats. close. And Tyrese Gibbs, it'll be there. Just replace a few people. It's absolutely Just fine. Swap them out. It's fine. No one I like, I like, by the way, Venom 2 came out last year and neither of us talked about it, but it never came up. Will we do a spoiler review? Because <laughs> we both looked at each other and we were like, I'm not going to risk going to the cinema <laughs> for Venom 2. Yeah, I won't do it for Venom 2. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> what a story. I got taken out by Venom too. Oh, what like what have I got hit really hard? And it's just like, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Me, and God, I'm sorry to hear your son died. What was he doing at the time? Well, it be carnage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was carnage, all right. <laughs> I, I just feel like this movie getting pushed back means more trailers, Sean. We get more Jared weird quotes. We get, we just get a little bit extra. I just feel like we need another trailer where, and here's the thing, you love Marvel, right? And we've done Hero of Zeroes on Morbius. And we've done, we've covered him multiple times and we think he's a very cool character. But we just, this movie, Sean. This, <laughs> this movie, movie does not interest me at all. Like, I, I, and I've seen the trailer. It played before Spider-Man. I've seen the trailer on the big screen, Connor. Mm. And it still... I don't get excited about it. And when you watched the trailer, did you figure out whether he's going to be good or bad? I think he's well. Might be just a you little bit of both. Help Connor. this city, or you could not help this city. Says I took Paris. an oath to do no harm, but I'm also a vampire. <laughs> I want to be good, but I'm bad. There's going to there's going to be some weird scene where he bite some woman's neck and they fall in love and it's very awkward uh, I'm not going to be a fan of it's that all, yeah they're He's, always in these vampire things no it'll be a thing where she's like you have to suck my blood to heal yourself but you're not allowed to kill me so yeah. you know you have to take enough that's a proper blade buffy thing yeah. That's, yeah, yeah what if because this movie as well seems to be drawn back just whatever the fuck it wants in terms of universes because you have, like, Michael Keaton's Vulture, but Tom Hardy's Venom, all this stuff. And what if, like, I don't what if Wesley Snipes shows up in this movie as Blade? Would that turn you around on it? If Wesley Snipes, tur- Snipes turns up, it's in a nightclub, there is blood sprinklers oh. going off... Jared is standing there having just he's just a party he's just partying uh, but while he's partying he's also like a bit sad because he's like I could be out saving someone but I just love a rave <laughs> so I, I could be good or bad I don't know at the minute and, and then they Wesley go to the North Pole up, 
tries to ice skate when, uphill. When <laughs> some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill, Wesley comes in, he throws this like boomerang blade thing, slices Jared's head off, catches it, walks out. <laughs> it's now a blade movie. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's like I I just that that's what this movie would take to like interest me. It would need to just go batshit insane. Pardon the well, pun. you'll be excited to know it's now pushed back for two for like three more months. So we gotta wait. wait just a little longer for that sweet sweet Morbius. Oh god, maybe trailer seven will get me interested. I think that could be it. <laughs> I think seven when he's riding that train, you'll be laughing. You'll be like, "This is the best trailer I've ever seen." <laughs> it's the best train I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the <best> train. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and so, Sean, we're gonna move on, and I have a rumor for you. That involves Star Wars, Boba Fett, oh. and oh. an original cast member. Oh, Harrison mm. Ford. Uh, Harrison Ford. Really? Yes. What? Um, now, I want to say very quickly, I'm going to put rumor. The rumor clacks it is up, Sean. It's, That's it's fair. Def- definitely not true, but it's out there. It's out there, but I would also like to say... Uh, I've not watched the book of Boba Fett at all. So anything I say, if it is a spoiler, I'm sorry, but I literally don't know what I'm talking about. Actually, good news is, yeah, me and you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so we can't spoil it because we don't know what's happened. No, we're like innocent by ignorance. <laughs> yeah. So the rumour is that Star Wars vet, Harrison Ford, uh, he was always fixing dogs, retur- will be returning. For the book of Boba Fett, Sean, in a certain, uh, in a certain, I would say, mirror to something else we've seen previously. I don't want to give spoilers. <laughs> of course, that I have seen. Mm. Uh, so, what? So, because they have some history, don't they? Han Solo and 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 Boba. Uh, I don't think so. Really? Because he sealed them <laughs> in carbonite that one time and sold them to a giant slug man. <laughs> That, I don't recall that. Did he get? Did he get put and in his friend, His friend rescued him, and then his friend his kicked friend. Boba Fett, and his his rocket broke, and he flew into the Sarlacc I pit. I wouldn't even left say for dead. Him. I would say he just lightly nudged him. <laughs> I'm almost like, oh no! <laughs> and now Boba Fett's the the hero, the good guy. But Harrison is there? How do you work that? See, we don't know when the book of Boba Fett is set. So... I think it's set around the same time as Mandalorian. So, like, in between episode 6 and 7. Okay, Harrison Ford probably looks the same as he did then. I think so. Or is it... Yeah, yeah, it's it's between six and seven, I think. I'm really not sure. I haven't watched The Mandalorian in a while. But it's... I don't want... Like, like See, this is the thing with any Star Wars property, is that you're never going to please everyone because you either have to do completely new and completely different and then the people who like the original stuff won't like it. Or you just go... A series of callbacks and references to existing media and characters that are already in the universe. And then people are like, oh, it's just the same shit as always. 
So I think it's an impossible tightrope that they have to walk. But then at the, at the other end, John, wouldn't it be cool to have grumpy Harrison Ford do anything in terms of press? <laughs> but I... Uh, I don't think he'll do press, do press Because it's no, a surprise. Yeah, and it's a series. And, like, it... I, I don't know what it would amount to. I don't think he's going to go on a full adventure or anything like that. I think he might just pop up in a bar or something like that. And he I shoots wouldn't be su- first. He shoots first. I wouldn't be surprised if Harrison Ford stipulated in his contract that like, he has to sit down the whole time. I'm sitting or down. It's like, I'm not moving. <laughs> I, you can bring me in. I will stay there. And genuinely, do not put me on a, sp- a st- spaceship. Because I'll tell you something now. I broke my leg the last time I was on this set, getting off one of those fucking yokes. Sit me in a bar and don't do nothing else. Because when we meet him, and okay, spoilers for The Force Awakens, but that's been out ages. So when we first meet him in The Force Awakens, he's lost the Millennium Falcon at that point. Like it's not his, it's on Jakku. So the Boba Fett? Maybe, maybe there's some elements of Boba Fett had a hand in it, and it's all connected. And he's Boba Skywalker. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> you know what? God damn it! I'm in. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Uh, like, what if we see a little baby Adam Driver running around? Oh, just wouldn't that be the widest child you can just imagine? The, wi- the, t- the highest trousers and the widest child I've ever seen. He's <laughs> wearing diapers, but his diapers are just the big, long black trousers up above his belly button. Everyone's just like, that seems a bit strange. Yeah, that's a that's an odd choice for that kid to do. But mm. my God, he looks evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> he looks like look. a sit. Doesn't he look he like a sit? Well, it sounds like an absolute, Connor. Something that only sits and deal in. I do a problem. I do a po- I do a problem. I do apologize. <laughs> I do a problem. You um, having a stroke? <laughs> I think I might be. Um, I think I was reading the word "problem" as I was saying the sentence. And so right. I just, okay. I, my brain that isn't smart enough to think of two things at once, so it it can only do one thing at a time. And, and you've chosen to laser in on podcasting. Pun. I respect you. Exactly. <laughs> respect. Um, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. Now, something you've always said to me is you love when we get sequels to one of The Rock's Maddie movies. And... <sighs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Interject no, whenever I'm wrong. So you said <laughs> to me, you were dying to get a few more sequels. The Rock does Didn't not work hard enough... On weird movies where he goes to the jungle. I want a few more, you said. No. And do I have good news for you? Because The Rock's <gasps> producing partner has come out this week. And he was just chatting away. Um, and, you know, what happened was it kind of arose that The Rock's in, a, in demand from studios. Which, I mean, we all knew as it was. Yes. But what he's in demand for is Rampage 2. San Andreas 2, Skyscraper (laughs) 2, Big Journey 2, oh no, they did Journey 2, I think. Journey to the centre of the earth 2? Yeah, Journey, I think Journey to the centre, or the one with Emily Blunt. 
Oh, uh, Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah, sorry, no. That's that. Jungle Tunes. I'm pretty sure Journey to the Centre of the Earth is already the sequel, because Brendan Fraser was in the first one. Yes. And and what was Race to Witch Mountain? That was The Rock, wasn't it? That was the, yeah, the meme one. That was the one where where he turns around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great one. It's a classic. (laughs) Is it? it? It's Um, good vintage. But yeah, so The Rock is heavily in the man. We're always wondering, what's he going to do next? Well, yeah. not only do they have Jumanji 4 lined up, Sean, which they are definitely doing, I must okay. stress, but yeah. what we also may have is Hobbs and Shaw 2, Jumanji 4, yeah. and if he feels comfortable with it, on the table currently in front of him is Rampage 2 and San Andreas 2, which you told me you wanted a San Andreas 2. <laughs> Did I? San Andreas 2 is the one about the earthquake, am I right? Yeah. And then the other one is about a big white gorilla. Yeah, the other one's based off the video game. Yeah. So both of those... Middling movies, I would say, are getting sequels. These feel like movies that, would, like, in another world, would be direct to DVD. But because The Rock is in them, they just get ju- fucking blockbuster attention. Do you think that, like, they just... With, when, see, it's The Rock, so you can't really go wrong. So he's done, say, San Andreas, action movie... Very similar to Moonfall. Just that's coming out in February. Just want to let everyone know. Just building the um, hype for Moonfall, we're going guys. To that three billion Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Roland Emmerich's Moonfall. Um, the Moon. Note it in your calendars. Moonfall. <laughs> Moonfall. Um, we're the only two people that would go see it. Um, but. That was kind of a disaster movie. San Andreas, disaster movie. You don't normally get a sequel to a disaster movie because I would say within the first movie, a lot of damage is done. Mm, And if you say San Andreas 2, but you set it in New York, is that not a bit weird? Yes. Like, it it would be very bad-spirited to say that, like, they rebuilt the city. <laughs> they're just finishing then, the last door. Yeah. We did they're it. Just, they're just turning a screw. And like there's one last turn. And then you just. It's not even like a build up. It, the whole city just falls immediately. <laughs> yeah, just a big hole opens up and the whole city just collapses. Oh for fuck's sake. See that's why oh, like. Jesus. The disaster movies that I would like are like your your Godzillas and things like that. Because it's like, he just, he'll move to a different city. Or they rebuilt Tokyo or overnight. Or fight a big gorilla. Fight a big gorilla. And maybe a mecha version of himself. Again, I've not seen that movie yet. I don't know. It makes uh, no fucking sense. Does it really not? I really want to stress. Makes no sense. Okay, no. good. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. They're reaching into uh, the Earth's core and everything. I don't. I, it doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, Godzilla. Wait, Kong's reaching in. Ah, well, look. I, I think we were all reaching a little bit, but I don't want to give away spoilers, Sean. I don't want. No, I don't that's want fair. There that's was fair several no, moments where I thought, surely it can't get more batshit. This is clearly the peak of this makes no sense. And then clearly they took a load, another line of cocaine while writing the script and they went, I've got another fucking fantastic idea. 
let's do this. Just they dive out of the mountain of cocaine, Scrooge McDuck style. It's like that. What if we give King Kong a gun? <laughs> what if we give King Kong a robot version that they had to fight? <laughs> and he that? could pilot the robot version and they could both team up and fight Mothra. Uh, but look, I... I don't I I don't I don't mind the rock working at more things. I don't mind that man getting all of the money that he he wants. He's a very nice man. Yeah, but like who wants to like who is a diehard fan of San Andreas or who is a diehard so, fan of Rampage? Like I just nobody cares about those movies. No. Like I think the rock doesn't care about those movies that he was in those movies. Why would he give a shit? They're so what? just... They're just a string of rock movies that he's been doing for the last few years that are all grand. They're grand. And, like, what happens generally, I would say, is that someone in Hollywood has a script and it's a disaster movie. They're like, you know what? We could get The Rock into this and we just change a few elements of the script... And now it's Rampage, and now it's in the jungle, and now now Rock can wear this khaki shirt that he loves so much. Uh, But, like, they'll just workshop it into, oh, this is the sequel to to Rampage, and so now we can capitalise off of all that success as well. Yeah, I I just feel like, just stop. (laughs) Hollywood, it's just, leave. Just, Just make a new movie. Just make a new movie, but not one of... But then also not one of his middling ones. It's weird. Just... No. But give The Rock... I want him cast in something fucking weird for The Rock to be in. Well, can I just follow the story? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I want to see what range he has. I want to know what Rock has in him. Yeah, literally. I think that would be very interesting to see him do like a period drama. Because I don't want to get into a bit of a bit of rivalry, a bit a bit of a turf war. But Dave Batista oh. is oh. he's bouncing around the place. He he's Man's trying out shit. Like he he's doing comedy, he's doing drama, he's doing action. He's done like one or two action movies, which is The Rock's like forte. But mostly yeah. Dave just like he just kind of does whatever he thinks is cool, um, and it's a unique property. Like he's a dude as well. Just he is. Randomly. He's good in June. I like him um, in June. But, like, I think The Rock should do more of that. Just, I want The Rock not to do an action movie where he plays himself. No. In many ways, I'm looking for... This is a terrible thing to say. But I'm looking forward to The Rock in, like, 20 years, 25 years. Where he's, like, the old... The old guard. Like, he's past it now. But he's... He, he's... He he's still got his wits. He's still got his mind. Is uh, he going to start doing Seagal movies? So yeah, like, I was just thinking. Yeah, like it, they don't let action stars retire anymore, do they? Like the Liam like, Neeson is releasing another action movie. That man is a hundred and six. Can I just, as two Irish men talking about Liam Neeson, we have the right to say stop, Liam. <laughs> stop. <laughs> just fucking retire already. Every movie you've made for the last ten years is the same movie, Liam. You've done Taken, you've you seen the success, that was about 07, and you said, yeah. let's do that again every time, and he fought a wolf once, fair play to him. I like I like Liam Neeson fights a wolf, I do like that movie. Uh, but like, and look, Taken won, grand movie. 
grand fucking can you, film. Can you guess? I don't even know the name of this new movie. It has a trailer or whatever. I I could not for, even be for asked Liam to look it up. Yeah, for Liam, what's Liam Neeson, the plot of the movie that he's in? Uh, does his... Does one of his relatives get kidnapped? His whole family dies. Um, and it's All him right. chasing after the people that killed them. Revenge. It's a revenge <laughs> story. <laughs> revenge story. And you'll never guess. I'm assuming I'm just reading between the lines. He's probably retired... Uh, MI5 or FBI or, or Army he's, he's a retired assassin of some yeah. sort he's out of the game and he was happily oh. retired do you want to be a fucking wild movie for, like, look he likes being in these kind of movies that's fair enough right but what if you set it in Ireland and he's like a retired IRA member <laughs> fucking and, <laughs> but and it's all these like but 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 it's really small scale conflicts in his life. Like he's just like he's retired. He's gone. He's living in the village, and like he gets shortchanged at the checkout, and so he just goes about making this man's life miserable in very small ways. Like he's just petty, but he has all of these special skills. <laughs> but, he goes about like. <laughs> He goes around like he's taking an inch off the man's shoe every day. Yeah. <laughs> like only on one shoe, so he's always lopsided. <laughs> you never know. He carries a little file and he files one leg of the stool that he sits on, so it's always rocking a little bit. Because like he's got time. He's got time. He's got no family. Because <laughs> they're all dead, but he never... Somebody killed his whole family, but he's like, I don't, I don't have time chase the murderer i'm dealing with this shopkeeper it's just yeah and he's he's uh he's still in the mindset of like territory and turf and all mm. this kind of stuff but he just wants things done his way dead right dead right so keep doing you liam but i'm just never gonna watch any of those movies no really no. um so we're moving on sean to actually something related to the last piece of news that we were talking about which is the rock and we were mm-hmm. kind of talking he's, he wants to get involved in some other projects maybe not sequels but we do know that he's doing a black adam and yes. we're we're all very excited about that black adam another anti-hero he can be good he can be bad the city's oh. up to you, Morbius. Um, but mostly, <laughs> we've Black tied Adam, it back into Jared again. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, we're back to Jared. I just that trailer is so shit. <laughs> um, but um, I think that's my uncharted. <laughs> I, I watched that out now. That's nah. the one you're angriest about. Understandable. Yeah. Um, but Black Adam producer says that they want to make a Kingdom Come movie for the DCEU. Sean. Right. Um, now, Kingdom Come is a, well, probably a very famous... It's one of the most famous comic book runs uh, from DC. It's it's kind of an interesting concept to even do because Black Adam is, of course, its own thing. But th- I think this producer has literally just come out and said, this could be cool that if we introduce like just this idea of this worldwide event... Because Kingdom Come is a whole worldwide thing. Now, it is on, like, an Elseworlds kind of thing, so it's not... Right. It's a mini-series. It's not, like, main continuity or anything like that, but it's a... Here's a story. It's like Injustice is kind of its own thing. The idea is, I think, that... um, If I remember correctly, it's been a few years since I read it, but... So, Joker kills, like, 20 people, 
and he's going to court and mm. a new hero pops up um, and oh, I can't remember his name, Magog? Magog. I, th- I think it's Magog? something like that. Um, but th- th- they turn up and they kill Joker and everybody, Good. Bat- Batman and Superman are like, you can't do that, oh shit. But all the general public are like, yeah, that's what you should have done. Like yeah, years ago. He's gone now. He's, he's finished. Because I think he does something like ridiculously like vicious in this like heinous, like, like like he kills loads of people just viciously. So he he gets killed. And then the public uproar comes up and they're like, We're sick of Batman and Superman and all these fucking goody two shoes heroes. We want the real heroes. And basically they run the Justice League out. And wow. they get to, and the new superheroes, all these new metahumans start taking over and they're all like younger, more violent ones. They're basically the boys. That they all rise up and they're right. like I'm gonna kill people because you're doing bad things. I'm just gonna do whatever yeah, the fuck I if want. You're, if you're evil, you're dead, basically. And and there's no good or bad. So like in terms of the heroes or villains. So like they all have superpowers. You don't know who's who. They're just killing people at random. Like, he- heroes will kill just as many civilians as bad people. But, like, th- it's just whatever they feel like. And it just creates this whole universe where, like, Batman and Superman are no longer around. And all the public thought they wanted these heroes that were like, yeah, do the most vicious thing ever, get rid of all these people. But then, once it happens, the heroes are like, well, we're just going to take over. Like, what the fuck are they going to do? Yeah, are you going to stop us? us? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we're, we're superheroes. So, it's it's one of those stories. And then, of course, um, I think at one stage, uh, Smallville gets destroyed. Uh, Right. And <laughs> Superman comes back out of retirement. And he gets real vicious. Batman teams up with Lex Luthor in the story to stop Superman. Um, and to build okay. robots to fight the superheroes. <coughs> yes, I remember that now. Batman joins with Lex Luthor to be like, we need to create robots to fight all the new superheroes because they're going around killing people. And they like Jesus. work together. There's that weird visual of the two yeah. of them. It sounds, yeah, it sounds like a series of like very attention-grabby comic book covers. Yes, Of like exactly. Batman and Lex Luthor shaking hands and shit like that. I mean, the two smartest people in the world coming together to like take down the superheroes. Pretty but, big. Um, and so that, that story is out. It's a massive story that they could do. But I love the idea that, that the Black Adam has not arrived yet. And the producer of the film is already saying, we would love, we have already pitched this, that we want to do a Kingdom Come film. They can't even do Batman and Superman, the normal ones, right? No. <laughs> How on earth are they going to pull off this? Like, yeah, like, and they, like, they, they tried Justice League twice, and it didn't mm. work. And uh, look, Pattinson looked real good, but... He does, but it's, it's a, by all accounts, not connected to a lot of the the other stuff in the DC universe. And that, they did say a while ago that they were looking at more self-contained stories, not necessarily part of all the same universe. Um so I guess you could just jump into a universe where all of these characters already exist and are established and you don't intro them at all. Like, you just have, here's Batman, here's Superman, here's all the rest of them. 
what if what if um, you use patents as Batman? But like, is it too soon to start bringing Justice League in? Like, it, I think it, so. Like, but I do like the idea of the Justice League being formed, and we know patents it is only two years in, and like you have the scene where they invite him up to the fucking spaceship, mm. in, and like they they bring him up, and they're like, we want to, we've seen what you've been doing for the last few years. And we want to bring you into the team. You seem like the most powerful human there. And it's like Superman. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is Superman. And yeah. y- you've got like the whole team there. I don't know if you recast Gal Gadot. That's a bit iffy. Not quite sure. Or Jason Momoa. But, well, there, um, there was a rumour that, and again, a rumour, that Flashpoint is going to get rid of all the Snyder We're going movies. to get to that. <laughs> right. Okay. Never mind. So <laughs> that, that was going to be literally our very next point that we were going to get to. But okay. <laughs> I, I like the idea that they bring him up to the to the station, and they're like, "We want to bring you in," and he's like, "Oh, I've been tracking this for months. Like, I've got I've got trackers in every single fucking machine here. I knew. Yeah. I wasn't going to let you come to my earth. And not I have so exactly. many satellites. Like, e- like, like, I have so many like plans to take out each one of you one by one. That yeah, I, I've been preparing for this, and like that's why they knew they would bring him on because he's a genius. Uh, just very quickly, did you hear the theory that the reason that Batman doesn't kill Joker, like aside from he doesn't kill, is that in the event of Batman going rogue? the Justice League are instructed to get the Joker to make a plan because he's the one man Batman couldn't predict. What? That is actually really cool. Isn't that class? I love that. I don't know. I read it somewhere online. I think it was on a forum or something. Uh, That's really interesting. I mean, maybe they haven't come up with that themselves. (laughs) Like, there's (laughs) one of us being like, I'm going to look really deep into this and this is a really cool idea. But that's... That actually adds an extra layer to that shit. Doesn't it? Because it is a very Batman move of, like, all of the damage that the Joker causes pales in comparison to what Batman could do if he turned. And so that's why it's worth it to keep him alive. Yeah, like, I just... Batman is such a sociopath that he will come up with a plan to stop himself. Because he's yes. like, lads, if I go evil, like, none of you have a hope. Because... I've got all of you done. Like, he's looking at Superman like, lad, I would take you out with seconds. <laughs> yeah, I've killed all of you in my head dozens of times. <laughs> hundreds. Hundreds of times hundreds of ways. Oh, each more brutal than the last. So I like, that's that's now my personal life. I, I, I like that as why he keeps the Joker alive. So I, do, I wanted to finish off on that, the Flash rumour that you were talking about was yes. the pretty big thing. And Ezra Miller came out this week and kind of debunked the rumour but also he did it in a very I would just say meh way that doesn't really do anything because the rumour is and we're finishing off this is a pretty big news story is that the Flash film will erase all of the previous DCEU movies from continuity now we knew it was going to be Flashpoint and we assumed they were going to use it to reset the universe. Because, I mean, yes. why could... Because they've no Batman or Superman in this universe. <laughs> so, I think they had to. Universe um, is dead, basically. The universe is kind of on its last legs. So, you just rearrange it. You maybe bring Momoa on, bring Gal Gadot on, bring Ezra, because I suppose it's his film. You have to bring him. You have but, to drag him in, yeah. But you well, just use different Batmans and different Supermans. 
Um, but th- yeah, this rumor would basically mean that it's going to erase them from con- continuity. But I, what I read that as is they're just going to do Flashpoint and reset it, not erase it. In terms of like, it just never happened. The, no, I think uh, yeah, I think it's all still going to happen, but it just won't be the universe that we watch anymore. Is that not a fight? <laughs> there was a big uproar. But people were like, you can't do that. Because apparently the way it was handled was it's going to erase all the works Zack Snyder did. Um, mm. And uh, Ezra Miller had to come out and say, and this is his quote that I think I would normally not cover this, but his quote is so PR because he's like, no power or force in any known megaverse would or could ever erase Zack Snyder's mighty works. That's what mm. he said. And everyone's okay. like, he's a bugged it. But I would just see it like, those movies exist. You can go back to watch them anytime you want. Yeah, they can't physically like destroy all of the DVDs and Blu-rays that were ever sold and shit like that. Uh, I don't like the term megaverse. Get that out of here. Uh, also, you'll have n- to, not erase, but you're going to have to reset it anyway. Like Ben Affleck is Batman in that universe. <laughs> An older Batman, like, it, it's, it's not like you can just say, oh, now it's 20 years in the future and he aged up and all this stuff. And I know Bat- L- Ben Affleck is in this Flash movie, but I'm pretty sure he's after coming out and saying it's his last. He actually came out this week and was like, Justice League was shit. Had the yeah. worst experience ever. <laughs> I'm not worst. doing anything like that ever again. I was miserable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did see that. That got pushed me quite heavily. Um, but, I like, see... I don't think there's a problem with just, like, using a, a multiverse story to pick and choose the bits you want to keep. Like, ostensibly, probably Multiverse of Madness is going to do something similar. In that, like, you know what's amazing? Yeah. is literally every comic book, DC, Marvel, do that about every 10 years. Yeah, anyway. because, it, because it grows. It grows too much. And things happen. And writers change. And, like... You, you, people just inevitably paint themselves into corners. Like, so you from need to the top fix of my it. head, like the two major ones to me are Crisis on Infinite, Infinite Arts in like mm. 1985 that we always covered Hero Zero, where they had like literally from like 1930, the 1930s up to 1985, and they just were like, yeah, we don't like him, he never happened, he never happened, she never happened. I like her, I like him, but I don't like that part of their backstory. So we're going to take them and we're just going to rearrange that. And you just, like, yeah. bring the characters you want to get rid of, like, 60% of the dead weight. Exactly. And, like, it, and Marvel does it as well. Like, it happens the whole time. It's nothing new. Isn't um, that how Miles Morales came into the world? Yeah, yeah. Like, they had this whole, like, Secret Wars thing um, where they, like, all of the universes just started hitting each other. Like, like just collapsing together. And then they all went to this weird, like, interim world. And then they all just went back to their regular universes because it all got fixed. But some things changed. And it was, like, and, like, Miles Morales is now in the main universe. And Kamala Khan is as well. The new new 52 happens. And everyone goes back in age. And um, maybe it's Dr. Manhattan the whole time who did that? This is... This is interesting. This has got such backlash. And I, I read this and there were so, people so mad that they like, were getting rid of Zack Snyder. I think that's the Snyder bros like rising up 
I, I think anything to do with those movies not being the greatest movies of all time would get a rise out of some people. Um, but I mean, those movies still exist, though. No matter exactly. how much they don't talk about them. Yeah, and like, look, the the, the setups that those movies did in terms of like Nightmare Universe and stuff like that, the, I would put money on there being like a, a, a comic series or something to fill in those gaps. So you like that story will be finished eventually. But I just think like it's such a mess of a cinematic universe at the minute with actors dropping out and not being cast and like it just being so up in the air that you need just the reset button essentially also keaton is in the fucking new one so like of course <laughs> things are gonna change i i think they'll just like bring in all the batman and then when he when flash finishes with flashpoint like well literally flashpoint that's the story it's based off is changes the comic books <laughs> that things changed but like the, the thing is like you'll have the flash at the end of the movie and batman will have changed but 85% yeah. of everything else that they like in the, this Ezra Miller universe will have not changed because it would get very confusing with movie on movie if you had to recast everybody. So they're just like, yeah, they're all the same people, but Batman's different. He's now Robert Pattinson. Let's not ask any questions. Yeah, yeah, let's just gloss over that. Or what if they just go like fucking old Bat? Like they just, Michael Keaton's the main Batman now. And you have uh, Batgirl coming up who's getting the movie on HBO Max. And then she's the younger Bat family member, so. Like, I would say does that it, make more mm, sense? No, I, no I, I understand what you're saying, but if you're bringing Keaton in, you got to do Batman Beyond. There's, yeah. I feel like bringing Keaton in and doing Batgirl is like doing half and half. I think if you have Keaton, you have to bring Terry McGinnis in and have a Batman of the future kind of deal. That would be, I mean, yeah, that would be cool. It'd also be a bold move. Just be like, no, Bruce Wayne. Like, they definitely they don't have the stones to do it. Like, also, I, I, my advice wouldn't be to do a Pattinson movie where Batman is in year two, and then yeah. concurrently do a Batman Beyond movie where Batman is seventy five. This is also true. <laughs> it would be so confusing. <laughs> it would be, and like, oh, just no. The, like, I, I want to like the DC universe so bad because like a a lot of it works on paper but they just need to like have faith and take their time i think because once they do flashpoint like it's gonna have to be like a crisis on infinite earths you have a full reset here yeah is the next reset that they could do you know and and to be honest for this movie i want them to go all out like because this is their one chance. It's a one and done. So write down what you want to change. Because, yes. as you said, you can't just do the next movie as Crisis on Infinite Earths. And we'll just keep... To, and then there's a there's just multiple crises that they have yeah. to get to. Just there's all these resets. This is your reset button. Use it. Like, Multiverse of Madness and you have No Way Home. Like, No Way Home like, is how you do a reset button in terms of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes, and it's also, see, Flash, like the Flash movie has a hired hand now because people now have a standard set of yeah. what multiverses will be like. And that movie was based off like 25, 20 years of history of previous yes, films of coming previous together at once. On. Yeah. But look, 
Uh, what, Ezra? You know what, Ezra? I believe in you. What? Look, once we get the trench, I'm happy, Ezra. Once we get Morbius, <laughs> everything will be fine. Just, you know, Can like when... I was going to say, when Spider-Man is, like, fixing the spell, and he's like, oh, well, that may should remember me. I'm like that to Ezra Miller, but I'm just like, oh, on the trench. We'll, we'll keep the trench. <laughs> the trench, Ezra. Come on, come on. There, you've no, not Momoa, the just the trench. With the trench. <laughs> and we're all in the trench. Sean, I think that is it for this week's Movie Mondays. Um, what unless week? you have any more Moonfall uh, propaganda to push. I wouldn't call it propaganda. I just want to know how the world survives a moon falling into just, it. It would, Sean. I think we're all done for. Um, what, what if it's like a live stream? You sit down in the cinema and it's just... T minus one hour ninety minutes. <laughs> you sit there in the cinema and it's just a camera of you watching the screen. You're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Here? And you look up and you're in an observatory, and it's just some children throwing <laughs> rocks at you. Right now? <laughs> maybe I should, maybe I should sleep before the moon falls. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Oh, it was all in my mind. <laughs> But no, look, that's my only Moonfall propaganda, Connor. Would you like me to take us out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. Uh, shoutouts go to New Year New Waffles, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Right Time Evanson, Sean, Grow Your Mo for a Bro Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna, Team Irish Walrus Helmroos, Lil Dicky, Anyway, Let's Sit and Have Some Hot Cocoa and Tell Ghost Stories, McGrew. That sounds like a lovely time. Mm. Uh, thanks to Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I Can't Believe Wanda Did This, Sammy DeLucia, Michelle Seriously Cannot Keep Up With Changing Our Name Brown. It's understandable, Michelle, it's okay. the whole thing's gotten a bit out of hand, if you ask yeah. me. Uh, and who, fuck's sake, Luke, and who are you going to call when the King's Man decides to read the book of Boba, Luke Hoth? Mm. Good. I love it. I love it. I like it. I love it. Uh, thank you. Er- Morbius in <laughs> next week. Yeah, you can fit Morbius in. Then you're th- th- then you get top billing, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> and Moonfall. <laughs> Morbius, Moonfall, and Rampage Two. Oh, good. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Yeah, let's make it as hard. <laughs> as hard as possible. Uh, but thanks, everyone, for who supports us over there. If you want to join those lovely people, the Patreon is linked below. It's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Uh, we also have a merch store link below. The Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is a number four. Facebook is Detective Divilman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And as we said at the start of the show, whatever platform you're listening on, please do give a like and a review. But the best way to ever help the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. And we shall see you all next week. Bye. Bye.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.